This is by far going to be one of the hardest videos that I've ever recorded. Um, what's up, Donation? Uh, welcome back to the Donation channel and to the Donation podcast. If you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast right now, you might notice that there's something a little bit different. If you are watching, I have a huge beard and there's no lights right now in the studio. Um, it's more so just because I've been meaning to record this episode for a really long time. I've just been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and... I feel like now it's time to to talk about what's been going on with Donation. Because a lot of you have been messaging me and commenting and sending me emails and stuff like that, being like, where is the podcast? What, what is going on? What happened to the powerhouse that was Donation that was just cranking out ridiculous amounts of content? And and there's some of you that have like pre-ordered courses and they're like, hey, where's those courses that we pre-ordered? And so on and so forth. And so I thought it'd be best to really be open and honest with what's been going on with Donation, what's been going on behind the scenes. To clear up any uh, notions that are out there, no, Donation is not falling apart. No, Donation is not going away. No, we are not quitting. No, this isn't the end of Donation. Nothing of that nature. My neighbor with his very loud car is driving by. Such a lovely individual. No, none of those things are true. There's been a lot that has been happening behind the scenes and that frankly I haven't had the time or the energy or really the courage to talk about most of the things are easier to talk about there's one thing in general or there's one thing I'm going to be talking about that is very difficult to talk about but I really hope that this episode can help you guys number one understand what's going on with Donation to know that no we actually have a ridiculous amount of content that we're about to release but there have been things that have been happening and no matter where you are at in your career or where you're at in the world or where you're at in your own personal life that these kind of things can hit you really really hard and can be ultimately your damnation or ultimately your salvation depending on what you do with these challenges that come about so i felt like it'd be extremely valuable to you donation to know what i've been going through and to know what's been going on because there's been gems that i picked up along the way of the challenges that i've been through and i think that they're ultimately going to help with what you're going through so this isn't some highly produced episode there's no lights in the background there's no special effects. There's no video effects. There's no music in the background. This is literally just Wyatt in a dark room being ultra raw with you about what's been going on in my life and what's been going on with Donation. And really what it is, is it's just been this perfect storm that's been brewing and that's been that's just been combining and compounding with each other uh, to ultimately come to where to where I'm at right now. And so it all started back when we started Donation. For the first two to three years, we were making absolutely no money with Donation whatsoever. I was passionate about receiving information from music producers and people inside the industry that were actually crushing it, that were actually you know, doing what I wanted to do. I was extremely passionate about learning from those people and then sharing it with others as I was learning, right? But there was virtually no money in this. I had my income coming in from other sources. It was getting harder and harder, harder to, to create this type of content at the level and the quality and the consistency that it was. And so that's when I was like, okay, you know, like it would be really nice to be able to do donation full time because then I can make the quality of the content even better, the consistency of the content even better. And, you know, also provide for, you know, me and my family while I was doing this. And so that's when I got into creating products and courses for donation. This is when we initially created the AU5 Ableton sound design course. And that completely changed my life. And I saw the, the financial possibilities that were here to create this type of content and to create jobs for people in the music industry and provide for me and my family and pay artists like AU5 who are absolutely amazing 
And I was like, wow, this is the way forward. And I was like, oh, well, this is clearly I know what to do now. Just do what I did with AU5 with a whole bunch of other people. The problem with that is that is what we call scaling horizontally. That is when you just add more things into your roster, right? And of course, any type of scaling is better than no type of scaling, but that comes with a lot of problems. So we started doing a course with AU5 and then Zen Griffin and then Levitate and then Crywolf and then another one with AU5 and then another one with AU5 and then another one with AU5 and then Matthew Steeper and Halion and then Tynan and then Crystal Skies and then KJ Saka and so on and so forth. And again, there's not any necessarily anything wrong with scaling horizontally, but there's pros and cons with scaling horizontally. And one of the cons is, is that it's really hard to keep up with everything. And what I realized really, really quickly is that I overcommitted on a whole bunch of projects. And there was no way that I could keep up with those projects and still keep putting out organic, organic content, the free content, like in the DAW, behind the DAW, stuff like that. And so that's when we released the Dr. Um, Ozzy episode. And I talked about, hey, we need to take a break. We have too many commitments. This is the last episode for a while. And then we came back and we did the Way to Infinity in the DAW episode. And then it's been silent for a year. Again, Scaling horizontally, you can kind of see this in, in your own music career, I'm sure, is that scaling horizontally, again, is better than nothing. But scaling vertically is actually where, that's like kind of diagonal, but scaling vertically is really where you want to be for the most part. It's, it's taking each product, each thing that you put out and giving it the life that it needs, right? Instead of putting out 20 songs a year and each one of them getting 2,000 views, how about you put out five songs or 10 songs a year, and each one of them gets 100,000 views. You see what I'm saying? It's the difference between scaling horizontally versus scaling vertically, right? Basically, I just overcommitted on a whole bunch of stuff, and I had to take a step back from that to really focus and get those things done that I needed to. And then, gosh, without getting into too much detail with this, it was like one huge battle after another in 2021. Most people said that 2020 was their year where they struggled, but not me. It was it was 2021. It was it was rough, right? Because that happened when the overcommitment hit me. And then there was this huge coding crisis that happened with all of our courses where we host all of our courses on Kartra and they changed their base code overnight. And we had custom code on each page. And all of a sudden it looked like a sketchy porn site on every single one of our courses in every single page. And it looked awful. So we had to recode everything on every single page. And that took like three to four months of work. Like that was insane. And then right when we were getting done with that, you guys know my positions on record labels and how much I loathe them. Well, now I love them even more. Not love them. It probably sounded like I said love them. Now I loathe them even more because we got into, like I think, three or four different legal battles with three or four different record labels. And they wanted a cut of the pie of some of the courses that we were making. And I said no. And it was this big thing. Ultimately, we got out of that. But that was just so much time and so much effort. Oh my gosh, legal battles are the worst. And the music industry is just littered with that exact scenario copy and paste that scenario. It's just, it's it's insane. And then once we got done with the coding crisis and then the legal battles, then we got into realizing that there really wasn't an infrastructure that could hold what we had going on. I mean, it was mostly just me and like one employee that I had working. And so I was like, man, we need way more people to, to get these things done in the way that we need to, just to get the courses and the products done. That's not even getting into in the doll, behind the doll, all of our organic content, our free content. We figured something out. I got a whole bunch of interns on there. I was hiring people and it was great. And in the last quarter of 
of uh, 2021, actually everything was actually working really, really good. All this hard work and all these struggles actually came into fruition. And in four months, we released four different products. We did the Was It You walkthrough with AU5, Matthew Steeper, and Halion in September. And then in October, we finally released the full launch of the Cryo Masterclass. And then in November, we did a relaunch of Zan Griffin's Zodiac Masterclass. It's huge now, it's like 30 hours long, it's bonkers. And then um, in December, we launched the Tina Masterclass Volume 1 with him. And we did really, like each launch did just like phenomenal. It did, in, it, it did insane. And so many people were like, dude, these courses are amazing. This is insane. You're really stepping up your game with quality and consistency. And I was like, yeah, man, this is really, really good. Now, this is where it gets really, really difficult. And listen, I'm a crier. I'm more than likely going to cry. I'm just going to be real with you. I can't remember if it was August or if it was October, but during that time is when me and Kylie, me and my wife, found out that we were going to have our third child. And we were super stoked. We did everything that we were supposed to um, with keeping the baby healthy and, and taking care of Kylie. Uh, we told my kids they were super stoked. I even announced it inside of the Discord, um, and everyone was super stoked inside of there. And then um, in December, we were launching the Titan Masterclass on a Friday. The Monday before, Kylie was feeling really sick. She was having a lot of health problems. And so we took it to the doctor. They did, a, uh, they did an ultrasound, and they couldn't find a heartbeat with the baby. So we went to another doctor and they did another test and the doctor let us know that, that we lost the baby, that, um, that the baby didn't make it. My wife was far enough along that we knew it was a girl and we named her Scarlett. Our kids knew her name. Our kids knew who she was. And, uh, she didn't make it. I know I have to be tremendously careful about how I speak about this because I know that for some people, the threshold of when a child becomes a child, when a human becomes a human is different for, for everybody. But for me and my wife and our family, Scarlett was alive to us. She was the baby to us. She wasn't just a fetus. She was the baby. She was our second daughter. And so when Kylie had the miscarriage, it was just like if one of our kids that we had right now died. It'd be just like if Sky died or if Asher died. And if I'm being absolutely, completely raw, open, and honest with you, Donation, right now, a piece of me died that day. I remember that night when all this happened, I didn't know what to do. I was so heartbroken. I was, I was in so much pain. I remember texting Austin, AU5, and I mean, a lot of people know that we work together, but not very many people know that he's literally one of my best friends. And... I texted him and I just told him what was going on. And I told him that night that I was like, I don't know what to do, man. Like, it feels like a piece of me died today. And he helped me through it. He's a, he's a really good friend. Um, but we, uh, we came home and we told the kids 
Uh, they were heartbroken. With the time in masterclass, there was nothing I could do. It had to come out that Friday. It would have been so much more heartache and so much more pain if I would have delayed that. For the rest of the week, my life looked like this. I spent time with my family during the day. I held them as they cried and went to sleep. As soon as they were asleep, I worked from like 9, 10 o'clock at night till 6 o'clock in the morning, getting the release ready. I would sleep for one hour, wake up at 7, and be with my kids because my wife, she was, she was going through a miscarriage. She couldn't be with the kids. And so... I would be, I'd go back and forth between helping the kids and helping my wife all throughout the day. They'd cry themselves to sleep. I would go right back to work and get stuff done. And that's how it was every single day until launch. And when launch, and, and the entire time, I'm, I'm just bottling my feelings up inside. I'm just pushing them down, not allowing them to come out or be expressed in any way because I couldn't allow that. I, couldn't, I didn't have time for something like that. I had to focus on this. I had to be the man of the house. I had to just be the person that had to get the stuff done and just put the weight of the freaking world on his shoulders and just, just move forward. So I bottled up and bottled up and bottled up my feelings and pretended like nothing was happening because I didn't want it to affect the launch. There's no reason to allow it to affect the launch. And so we put the launch out we launched the, the Titan Masterclass and everything went great. Everything was wonderful. It, it was a wonderful launch and it was very well received and a lot of people loved what, what was happening and I was really, really happy for that. But then when the launch was over, that's when I realized something is that whenever we go through something, whenever we are called to pass through intense pain, it's basically like there's this huge freaking bucket. It's like a 10 gallon bucket of pain that is put before you. And you cannot get past this bucket. You cannot continue on with your life without dealing with this bucket. You can't just ignore the bucket and leave it behind and keep walking. You can't do that. You either have to deal with the bucket or you have to chain the bucket to you and you have to keep walking through life as it drags behind you and as it tears everything apart behind you as you're trying to go through life. What I decided to do during that time was to deal with it. A lot of people, they deal with their buckets differently. Some people just take the whole bucket and they just pour it on top of them and it's just like acid on the skin and it just hurts and it's terrible and it's right, you're writhing in pain, just feeling all the feelings that are associated with it. Some people do that. Some people take it a little bit more methodically. They just take little little pieces of the bucket at a time because that's all they can handle. Like pouring the whole bucket on would just be too much. I am definitely of the first school of thought. I just want to take the bucket, pour it on me, watch me suffer, watch me, you know, just writhe in pain and then move on. And that's what I did. I remember being downstairs after the launch was done, after the family went to bed, I remember being downstairs just bawling, just crying, letting all of the pain and all of the realization of what was going on just hit me. And it sucked. Because that was a time where I'm like, I had to accept what was going on. I was never going to see my daughter in this life. I was never going to hold her. I wasn't going to be able to be there when she first walked. I, we, were, we were never going to see her in any family picture. She, I couldn't take her to her first day of school. She would never have her first boyfriend. She would never have anything. I'd never see my three kids playing with each other. I would never know what her laugh sounded like. And so I sat there and I let all the pain rush over me. And I cried and I cried. And I cried and it hurt so freaking much. It was so painful. It was, tor it was, men it was mental, tor it was a mental and emotional torture, if I'm being real. And I also let all the pain come in of, 
of how it's affecting my wife, how it's affecting my kids, and how it was going to affect work. I mean, we had a rough year in general, just with the coding crisis, with the legal battles, with trying to get stuff done on time, with the overcommitting, with with everything. It was already it was already a rough year, and then this happened. This happened. What am I supposed to do now? This isn't going to make stuff get done faster. This isn't going to make stuff get done more efficient. This isn't going to make me uh, uh, more productive as as a as a business owner with donation. What, what? How am I supposed to move forward? With this? How am I supposed to continue to do the things that I know I'm supposed to do as a father and as a business owner, as a as a as a business partner, whatever you want to say? How am I supposed to move forward with this? During that time is when I realized something. I was talking with one of my employees at the time. He's a really good friend. Basically, within the same month of us losing Scarlett, he lost his brother to a car accident. While I was trying to comfort him is when a lot of the perspective, a lot of perspective came into view concerning these trials that we are called to go through because you are either in a trial, coming out of a trial, or heading for a trial. And I remember telling him, I was like, it would suck it would be absolutely awful. It'd be absolutely terrible if we had to go through these trials, if we had to go through these hard times and we had absolutely nothing to show for it at the end. If during the trials, if during those hard times that we didn't walk away with any form of gems at the end, any little bits of knowledge or wisdom or experience that we could use to better our lives at the end. No, no one wants to go through that. No one wants to acquire those gems by having to go through pain, by having to go through these trials. No one wants to go through that nobody. But at least there is that option when you have to go through pain that at least at the end, you can have something to show for it. What, Like I said, whether it's an idea or a perspective or an experience or a new realization or epiphany or a revelation that you picked up along the way. And what I realized, Donation, when I was going through all this, that I, the gem that I found I could bring before you today so that it could apply to you and my pain wasn't in vain. It's I picked up a gem along the way through the valley of the shadow of death. I found this beautiful gem that I'm now bringing back to you so you can actually examine it and use it so you could avoid pain in your life or so that you could find purpose and meaning. And my pain was this, is that, Donation, I don't think that you can properly understand how easy it would be for me to walk away right now. For me to literally take everything in this studio that is associated with Donation and sell it. To take the money that I made from Donation and go off and do something else, go work at some marketing company where I can comfortably make between $100,000 and $300,000 per year, take care of my family and leave all this behind. I don't have to make any more products. I don't have to edit any more videos. I don't have to answer any more emails. I could just walk away and everything would be done. But if I did that, think about how you would feel. I am sitting here busting my butt, creating this content for you, for you, both our free content and our paid content. I am literally going out into the music industry, finding the people that are crushing it, ripping them out of their lives, putting them in front of these cameras and making them, not really, but you know what I mean, encouraging them to share their experience with you so that you don't have to go through this, so that you don't have to go through the pain that they went through, so you could have their gems brought before you in this format that is so easy to partake of. If I walked away right now, who would fill that space? Who would do that for you? That's what I had to think about, is that if I walk away right now, it wouldn't just be me being like, oh, it's easy, whatever, I'm done, let's just walk away. It wouldn't be that. You would suffer because of that. Your friends would suffer because of that. 
your colleagues, other music producers in the future would suffer because of that, because of this content that I chose not to keep creating. Because things got hard. And the gem to this entire situation and the reality of all this is that you are in the same position. Things have gotten hard. We lived through the coronavirus. Inflation in the United States is ridiculous. The political climate is an absolute joke. And that's just in the United States. We're not even getting into the war between Ukraine and Russia. We're not getting into anything else that's going on in the world right now. Just in general, it doesn't matter where you are. You are going through something that makes you want to quit. That would make it so easy for you to stop music and to never create again. To go take the easy path and go do X, Y, Z right now. And how much worse the world would be because of it. Just because something is easy doesn't mean that it's right. If you decide to give up on what you are passionate about, what you feel you are called to do, the time will come, the day will come where you suffer because of it. But not just you. It will be you. It'll be your loved ones. It'll be people that you never met It'll be future generations. There is a tremendous amount of people that can suffer because we cave to the pain and we take the easy route out. I understand that I don't know everything that's going on inside of your life. I understand that I don't live your experiences. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what your specific challenges are. But I do know this. There has never been a time in all of human history when someone has been called to do something and then they gave up and everything was fine. There was no consequences that came from that. Everything just worked out. Think about how much further along the human race would be when people are faced with that and they kept going. That doesn't mean that they needed to stay in pain. That doesn't mean that they don't fix anything. That doesn't mean that they don't optimize. It means, it means optimization. It means getting better. It means figuring out where you're getting punched and stopping the punches. It means coming up to the challenge that is laughing at you, sitting there taunting you in your life. And in between its laps, you punch it in the throat. You kick it in the knees. And as it's wheezing, you step over it and you keep going and you don't look back at that challenge. And then the next time a challenge comes in, you get better at it and you knock that one out and you step over it and you keep going and you knock the next one out and you knock the next one out. It doesn't mean you have to stay in pain. It doesn't mean that you have to keep suffering. It doesn't mean that you have to have a terrible life to keep serving you and the other people around you. That is not what this means. You can get better. You can optimize. You can figure out how to avoid pain and still do the things that you are called to do. It's not an either or situation. It's not either you suffer and you help people or you don't suffer and you don't help people. Those, that's, that's binary thinking. That's terrible. Whenever we start the journey of something that we are passionate about, getting into music, being a songwriter, anything of that nature, it is so easy to start. It's so easy to keep going when things are easy. It's so easy to go when everyone's like, your music is incredible, you're doing great, you're getting all these streams, you're getting these deals, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's incredibly easy to keep going when that happens. But what happens when it's not easy? If this hasn't happened to you, it will eventually. There will be days when you're like, holy crap, this sucks. This is part of this life that I want to live and you will be tempted to quit. But guess what? It's going to be like that with anything else that you do ever. If you become a husband, if you become a father, if you become a wife, if you become a mother, if you become a nurse, if you become a doctor or a, I don't know why magicians come to mind, but if you become a magician or a welder or a knitter or a preschool teacher or a landscaper or whatever you have, you will eventually face this thing where of course the easy days are easy, but the hard days is what defines you. I remember when I first became a father and I was so tired and we were so poor and I had no idea what to do. I remember the thought coming to me, you are not defined as a good father by what you do during the easy times. 
It is when times are hard. It is when you are tired, when you are exhausted, when you are hungry, when you are stressed. What you do during those times will define you as a good father or not. And guess what? It's the same as a producer. You are not defined as a good producer simply because of how good your music is. You are not defined as a good producer at how you act when things are going well. Part of being a good producer is facing the challenges and you keep freaking going. You stare the monsters down in your mind and you destroy them. You do not allow them to be there anymore. I know this got really intense really quickly and I'm sorry for that. I mean, to be honest, I'm still trying to figure out everything inside of my mind and everything that's going and how this is going to balance with donation while still continuing to heal and deal with everything that we've been through while continuing, continuing to serve you and the community. I hope that my story helped you in some way. Even if it's just to be like, oh, that's what's going on with Don Nation right now. Thank you. I've, I was wondering when the content's coming back, if, if they're just done or what's going on, right? But I hope it was more than that. I hope you could actually find gems in this, in this video that I recorded for you that could actually help in your life. And one of my hopes for this video, honestly, is that if there is someone in your life right now that is struggling with something so intense that they wanna give up on what they're passionate about, that you can share this video with them or you can share this podcast with them and they can benefit from the pain that I have been through and through the trials that I have been through. I'm not trying to say that the pain that I have went through is worse than what other people have went through in the world. That's a terrible, terrible way of looking at this story in this video that I just recorded. I know that other people are going through hard things and I can even say that I know that other people are going through worse things right now. But just because someone is going through something worse doesn't mean that I don't feel pain during this time, nor does it mean that you don't feel pain during this time. Your pain is real regardless of your financial situation, regardless of what country you're living in, regardless of what other pain other people are feeling. Your feelings are real. You feel what you feel for a reason. In summary, I guess I can do that. In summary, we have a lot of content that is coming. Lots of in the DAW episodes, behind the DAW episodes, oh my DAW episodes. We have episodes of stuff coming out on other people's channels, like sponsored videos and stuff like that, that are really, really cool. We have tons of courses that we're working on and just a billion different ads that we're going to be running. But also, I just, I felt, I felt the need to express what I've been going through because every single time in my life when I've been struggling with something and I've kept it to myself, no one benefits because of that, including me. I don't benefit because of that. My wife doesn't benefit because of that. My children don't benefit because of that. My friends don't benefit because of that. My family doesn't. Nobody benefits when I keep things inside, when I keep my pain to myself. But something shocking happens every single time I share my pain. It's not a complaining pain. It's not, oh my gosh, look at me. I'm so sad and look at all these things I'm going through. No, it's a pain of being like, this is really what I'm going through. And I want to fix it. I don't know how to fix it, but I want to fix it. And here's some of the gems that I found along the way, and I want to share it with you. Whenever I've done that, it has helped other people. It has brought light and knowledge and wisdom and happiness and understanding and compassion to other people. And it's not just me that this happens to. I can almost guarantee the same thing has happened to you. That when you, hold things, when you hold things inside, no one benefits because of it. No one. But when you share your own feelings, when you, when you allow yourself to be authentic and raw and you share what's going, what you're going through and the pain that you're going through, it actually helps other people. It's the craziest thing in the world, right? But it actually does. It helps other people with what they're going through. It gives them a chance to serve you and it helps them find the answers to their own problems. 
And so I wanted to do this because I know through my pain and through my experience, you are going to find answers and you are going to be able to be more authentic and real with yourself of what you are feeling. I have sacrificed so much of my life and so much of my time and so much of my money and so much of my resources to building this for you, to create a platform where you could come and you could not only learn from the people that are crushing it in the music industry, but also to come and learn these things, these life concepts that not only apply to your music, but just apply to multiple facets of your life. And I really, really hope that it hits you on a really deep level, what I'm talking about. I really hope my pain helps what you are going through. I have no idea how to end this. I really don't. <laughs> we have a lot more content coming out. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. I'll talk to you soon.